You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with a special co-host, DC Lucchese from Well Run Media, who also helps produce this amazing podcast. We have a, a what I would say, a brand expert in the Charlotte world, oh, uh, Jake Failing here from Movement Mortgage. Now, if you haven't heard of Movement Mortgage, I don't know if you've been under a rock. I don't know if you even get on social media, but this is an organization that is doing some amazing things, not only through the business of mortgages, uh, but also really supporting the the community. Now, we could sit here and talk about mortgage lenders, you know, on the Brown Brothers podcast a lot. And some of the questions would probably be the same. Uh, and to be honest, some of them would probably be a little bit boring. Now, I think there's a lot of mortgage companies that are coming out now and creating kind of a fun vibe to it, but also making it super simple. That's got to be the process, right? Make it simple. Get us in the home. Now, I might probably not want to say that mortgages are boring because Jake is definitely not and Movement Mortgage is an organization that's definitely not boring. Uh, let's be honest, he's married to a celebrity on Good Day Charlotte, the host Paige Failing from Fox 46. So we're so excited to learn a little bit more about what differentiates Movement Mortgage. What are you guys doing in the community to not only support your business, but support the people around you? And we're so excited to have Jake on this uh, episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. So welcome, Jake. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. The studio is unbelievable. You Thank just said you. like so people come in, it looks like a radio station. This is not a radio station. This is like a, a serious podcast studio with uh, lots of action figures. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We. Um, I will say I did not design this because it would probably look nothing like this. Okay, uh, but it's amazing. It. It's right. amazing. At some point, you have to cop to doing something here. All yeah. you've done in, before we start recording is like I don't know. I don't do. I don't know. <laughs> well, so like, can you explain to me? Tell me you dress the mannequin. I do. You know what? It's he didn't even, even dress like, himself. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's yeah, got he my looks name very on handsome. it. He is put together. I, right that's now. what I am, Brian Young, um, mannequin dresser extraordinaire. Well, that's that a is tight belt. You've got a cinched belt on that guy. He's been yeah. working out. He got into the workout thing way before January. Yeah. So, um, oh. so not a problem. But thank you for all the kind words. I mean, we created yeah, this cool. this entire podcast studio to bring on people like yourselves to tell the stories of the Charlotte community. And ultimately, you know, you uh, your wife works in the news, and she has to be just bombarded with just the negativity of of the world. And I bet she comes home and she's like, Jake, tell me something positive. And you guys kind of have that vibe, which you also have your own podcast, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Oh, okay. uh, but. Let's jump into it. Yeah. What is Movement Mortgage? And, and tell us about the organization. Yeah. So Movement Mortgage. Uh, Movement Mortgage is a mortgage company. And it's funny, you were talking about uh, how boring mortgages are to talk about. Uh, there, There's a lot of that, that when you talk about mortgages and you talk about the process, you can get people, you know, they're, they're, the blood rushes out of their head or, you know, they start nodding off. So like our goal from a marketing perspective is to not make that happen, is to right. keep people engaged. Right. So movement was started about 10 years ago by Casey Crawford. Spoiler alert. That's my brother-in-law. I don't know if you knew that. Paige is mm -hmm. Casey's sister. Yep. I, I think more and more people are learning that as he shows up in my social media begrudgingly. But no, he's, he's a good sport. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I, you know, all the stories about how he started the company in his attic and it was just a couple guys. Mm -hmm. And those are all true. Uh, you know, he played for the Panthers, played for the Bucks, got a ring, got out with his health, which... That's the way to do it. I mean, we just saw our, our guy, Luke Keekley, mm -hmm. uh, same thing. And, and people were all sad and talking about how devastated they were. But look, Luke's winning. 
Absolutely. He's winning. Oh, yeah. He's going to be able to see straight and talk straight and so on. So And uh, do amazing things. People are underestimating yeah. what Luke will be able to do now that he's yep. gotten out of it. And that's going to yeah. be the, the special thing to watch. Yeah. And yeah. so that's actually Casey. So mm-hmm. Casey, uh, he, he was winning, currently winning as well. And he's doing very special things with movement. Um, and so we are, yes, we care about profit. We're just like any other company, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but we also care about giving and building our communities. Um, and so that's what's happening here in Charlotte. And then the long-term plan is we extend that well beyond Charlotte as well. So just really high level, you know, there's the mortgage company, but our profits then go right into Movement Foundation, which support the Movement Center, which is on Freedom. And then if you go a little further up Freedom Drive, you've got uh, the Movement School on the west side. And then you've got the Navant Health Clinic that we just built. Right. You've got uh, affordable housing project mm-hmm. that just went up there. And uh, I don't know if you're, you're watching, but Noble Smoke just in Beulah's Chicken. Yeah. That's across the street. So the west side of Charlotte is uh, active right yes, now. Indeed. Uh, and then we've got another school. So the second school that we just announced is on the east side, the old Eastlet Mall site, which is a mildly um, attractive piece of property to many right now. Uh, but we've been in there and we're excited to uh, break the ground and get going. And that's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, it's mortgages. But, you know, we've got a saying we say it's, it's more than mortgages in a big, big way. So jump into a couple of these things. I, I've seen the Movement School. Uh, it's amazing. And it's kind of, it's fascinating. A 10-year-old company that's focused on making profits from the mortgage industry takes that directly into a foundation. And it's, its I don't have a words to explain how amazing it is for the things that you've done in such a short period of time. What is it like to work for an organization that really puts community first? And, uh, and that's, I, I can't even imagine, right? Like working with the Dunstan Group, we do that. Now on a smaller scale, because we're a smaller business. Sure. But what does it mean to you to work for a company like that? And, and, and is the whole culture driven that way? Yeah. So what's interesting about movement is that the culture, what I tell people is real. Like it is real. You walk in, you can feel it. It's not just, hey, we're going to wear T-shirts today because that seems cool. I mean, it starts at the top with leadership. Uh, you know, Casey and others in the C-suite, they make themselves available. They talk. We have these pep rallies where everybody comes in, mm-hmm. you know, you, you come as you are type mentality. So you've got the T-shirts, you got the jeans. I mean, that that's us. You know, I, I realized the whole T-shirt thing was real when Casey uh, acquired a bank recently a couple of years ago, um, a small bank in Danville, Virginia. It's going to become Movement Bank. We're in the process of doing it now. And the acquisition of the bank, he went to go talk to the community and he wore a t-shirt. As a, as a PR guy, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're doing the t-shirt thing. Like, like if, we're doing, if we're acquiring a bank and you got shareholders and all this money on the line and we're going t-shirt, uh, we're doing the t-shirt thing. And so uh, the culture is real and, you know, seeing literally these schools being built and the Movement Center, which is essentially, you know, we talked about Huga yeah. and our friend Garrett before mm-hmm. we started recording. The Movement Center is what I call, just to make it easy, is a not-for-profit co-working site. And so it's filled with things, everything from a church to a group, uh, the Harvest Center, um, to all kinds of different groups like that, all shapes and sizes, people that um, they're doing good things, but the rent that they've got to pay um, is a barrier to entry. And so... Um, if we could provide a space that lowers that barrier to entry, that gives them a space to meet and, you know, put together business plans and whiteboard and all that kind of stuff, that's one less thing that they've got to worry about. Um, and so when you work for a company like Movement and you see these things happening, it's not just um, let's uh, let's have a party because it feels like we should have a party one Friday because that seems cool and other companies are doing cool things. It's just the stuff that just happens naturally around here. Yeah, we wear T-shirts, of course, but then, oh, by the way, we're cutting a massive check 
to the movement school. It's real. It's happening every day. And um, it's hard to not get behind something like that. And we were speaking earlier about this globally, how that doing good comes back. Now, yeah. I know you guys are seeing that good come back. And not because we're doing good because we wanted it to come back. Yep. But I know you're seeing that boomerang. Tell us about that. We are. Well, it's funny. Gosh, it's funny you use the term boomerang because we use that a lot because mm -hmm. uh, we use that in a term of loan officers who have left movement and are boomeranging back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's a, that's a big word that we use every single day. And, and look, there will always be the borrowers that are that rate shop. Sure, and, sure, sure. You know, we've never had the lowest rates. We've never had the highest rates. And especially as technology is scaling mm -hmm. more and more things and people can go on and rate shop, um, you know, that will always be a thing. But yes, absolutely. When you see leaders with movement out in the community and, you know, obviously the movement school and the movement center are big, big things we're doing. But what's cool are the little micro stories around the country of somebody that's raised $2,000, which in Albuquerque for a small branch with movement, that's a big number. And um, when you do that, somebody sees that and like, hey, you're the company that, that gave back. You guys did a water drive uh, because there's water shortage in Phoenix and, you know, out there in the mm -hmm. in the southwest. Like, I'm going to use you just because you did that. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, the rate shop, but also, yeah, we got some altruism as well. So tell me, how many locations do you guys have? Uh, you mentioned Albuquerque. I mean, that's that's way away from Charlotte. Yeah, well, we're in Hawaii, baby. Woo! <laughs> we got we. All right, uh, road trip. Let's go, or get on a plane. Let's uh, roll. I uh, well, it's funny you say that, and I'm sure you guys do a fair amount of travel. Uh, travel sounds real cool until you do it a lot. <laughs> and we were recruiting a market uh, or a group that was looking to you know looking to move companies in Hawaii like eight months ago, and it was I do a lot of day trips all the time. Um, this was one of those. It was like a day trip oh, to Honolulu. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Spoiler, it did not end up making the trip. But I mean, I looked at it <laughs> and it was like, you know, 12 hours on the ground, eight for meetings, oh. you know, quick sleep, wake up at four and come back across. So That's I have not been to Hawaii man. yet. I really want to go out and see our friends in Hawaii. I love our friends in Hawaii. Uh, that's a long trip. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, 49 states. We've got 4,000 employees. We've got about 1,500 loan officers. I think it's five, about 400 branches. Uh, so we're everywhere. We're number one in Charlotte, fortunately. Um, you know, the, the group here, this is where, you know, one of our uh, founding areas and uh, the teams here are unbelievable. And they've built an amazing brand for us. So, you know, we're real strong in the Carolinas and Virginia. Northeast, we're growing like crazy. Uh, but yeah, California, Texas, the Southwest, those are areas where we're picking up market share more and more. It's really exciting. Where's the exciting. one state that's the, that we're not hitting here? Uh, I believe it is uh, Montana. Come on, Montana. It's either Montana or, Montana or Wyoming. All right, well, one that's of That's embarrassing. You. I should know that, but it's one of those in the mountain <laughs> we west. we got to close the loop here. we got to get <laughs> like, off 50. On, By the way, I would love to go to Wyoming. See? Like, send me out there with, like, a backpack and the sign. Now, there's the guy that stands on the sign. Now, yeah. I'm just going to go down a street corner in, like, Montana and Wyoming and, like, like please just, you know, just build an office for us. Well, you could yeah. probably all call all 13 people that live there and just, you know, like, hey, man. We're yeah, I could be a loan officer. No, I Scott's couldn't. going no, to love Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole. Hole. Jackson Hole. I Scott's going there a couple yeah. weeks. You can go oh, with that. Okay, yeah, cool. You, go. you can All check right. it out. Uh, so I want to jump into, you know, not only movement, but being the vice president of marketing for such a large organization. Yeah. You have 4,000 people. You're community focused. You're talking about how exciting you get or excited you get when you find out a, a branch has raised $2,000. How do you guys not only, I think from a business standpoint, how do you set goals yeah. for your marketing team? Yep. 
And what do those really look like for an organization that is in every state that that honestly is moving all the time? Yeah. So we say that we are B to B to C. And so the way that we do business, you're not going to see billboards of movement around. You're not going to see commercials. You know, we'll, we'll get loan officers that come over like, hey, let's do a Super Bowl commercial. And you're like, okay, uh, that may seem like it makes sense. Like the Hornets call. They're like, hey, are you interested in the jersey patch? I'm like, I know that like when you sit in your meetings, I worked in sports for 10 years, sports marketing. I know that it would make sense. Movement mortgage for sure should be on your radar. But we are probably the last chance like that's like the last thing that we would what we do is we try to build up our loan officers brands to then look good and provide value to their builder and realtor partners mm-hmm. so that then those realtor and builder partners refer business back to them so when we create content that's what we always say is like b2b to c you know create transcendent educational content that a realtor would say, you know what? Because everybody struggles for content, right? That's like the number one thing. It's like, okay, I understand I need to post every day, but what, but what, but what? And so if we're creating stuff that not only our loan officers can post, but their partners can post, and it's one less thing that that realtor uh, has to do right. or think about, then they put it out there. But so for, so we're not maybe traditional, we're not a traditional marketing department in that, in that sense. But so what we do um, is we support the 1500 loan officers to be their own CEOs. And so when they come in and they're like, I've got an idea, our response isn't, that's a bad idea. You should take our idea. <laughs> we think that there are 1500 good ideas and our job is to support that. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll make, you know, sort of that pillar content, that transcendent, stop the scroll, engaging content that we hope everybody likes and shares. And, you know, I'm reaching out to our loan officers to get feedback on how we shape that. But at the end of the day, I want to make sure you are rocking in Pinehurst, North Carolina, which my hometown, shout out. Yeah, I want to make sure you're rocking like Boise, Idaho. I want to, you know, I want to make sure that you look good wherever you are. Um, and that's fun because it's not rote marketing advice every day. It's like, okay, let's reverse engineer. Like you want to be known as like the dog influencer in Portland, Oregon. Okay, that's random, but let's let's do it. Like how do we get there? So it's fun. Let me switch gears on you a little Please. bit. Please. Not compl- exactly. Let's not talk about board. No, it's great. I love Mark. Yeah. <laughs> As do I. But, but now you're in our space. Yeah. Let's talk about content. Okay. Let's talk about date night. Oh, date night. Yes. So date night, um, what I, I try to tell people is like, yes, of course, like Paige and I, are both in marketing and media. Mm-hmm. And so just so people know, podcast that my wife Paige and I host, Date Night with Jake and Paige, we started three years ago through a residency at Huga, the co-working mm-hmm. space with the podcast studio, where she and I bring on uh, a prominent charlatan and their spouse. So thank Jonathan Stewart and Natalie Stewart. Thank uh, Muggsy Bogues uh, and his wife. Thank the mayor. We've had some really cool guests on. Um, but at the end of the day, <laughs> we call it Date Night because that's about the only time Paige and I see each other. <laughs> So she wakes up at 158 in the morning. Oh my God. Yeah. And she's Not out. Two. Not she's two. 158. I know she's so weird at that. 158. <laughs> yeah, 158 the alarm in the was morning. Off. I never hear it, fortunately. I'm, this is just like yeah. word of mouth. I was about to say if you guys have different rooms, because that's I mean, anyways, keep going. Yeah, that's no, wild. somehow we navigate it. Um and you know, so she's out of the door by three. She's live on air at 430. And they are live for four and a half hours, which is different than most morning shows because, mm-hmm. you know, good uh, uh, today's show. Those are like two hours. So, so normally local TV does morning from like 430 to 7 and then they cut away to today. Yeah. Fox doesn't have a morning show, so they cut. They don't cut away. It's 439 live. Guys, we're doing a 30 minute podcast. 
And like when it's done, we're all going to go, oh, we're going to take our headphones off and we'll sit back and we'll cut the audio. Four and a half hours of live. Could you imagine me and the booker and the producers? <laughs> Shoot me. Like, yeah. Yeah, what? No. <laughs> like, that's just, that's a long, long day. And so she comes home, she naps from noon to five. Uh, she wakes up, gets the kids. Uh, we do practices, we do homework, which both of which are a mess. And, uh, and then she and I have like 17 minutes together at night, which mm -hmm. was where we typically crank through like, all right, we got to take so-and-so to the doctor. We got to, um, the date night podcast. Yeah. We like to, of course we like to do podcasts. We like to do, put content out, but we also like to see each other and that keeps the marriage strong, man. It is fun if you get a chance to listen to it. So, yeah. I, so I, I think it's fascinating. And I, I was uh, I was talking to my wife. I was like, what would it be like if me and you went on a podcast? And she just looked at me like, that's never happening. Really? Oh, so, yeah. So we run, we run I was like, that. come on. I was like, I host a podcast. I'm like, this. how hard can it be? And she's like, nope. And I was like, all right. All right. So the one we just posted, there's a blogger. She's got purple hair. Her name's Miranda. She goes by Miranda and CLT. And so, you know, she's got a bunch of followers on Instagram and like this huge following. And her husband apparently never does anything. Like he doesn't show up on her feed, nothing. So this is like a big deal that he came. But when we took the picture for the cover art, he put a plant in front of his face. Awesome. And so like when we po she posted it and I didn't realize this, all the comments were like, oh, my gosh, we finally heard from Joshua. Joshua, Joshua, he's a president of a sign making company. Here in Charlotte, they do uh, like the fabric signs that you see at trade shows. Right, right. Um, XP, XP something. Anyway, it's here in Charlotte. He's awesome. And by the way, he had an amazing voice. He had like a great voice for podcasts, which is a bonus, right? As a producer, right? Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, it was it was so much fun. And you don't get like the Jonathan Stewart's. They're using, mm -hmm. Yeah, 110%, man. I, I gave it all today on the field. Yeah, you know, we're just trying to go out and get a W. Like, no, sh stop, Jonathan. Stop. <laughs> and, but I don't have to say that. Natalie says that. So Natalie's sort of like, shut up. Will you just answer the question like a real human being? And so you see these sides of people. It's just, it's amazing. So we've had a lot of fun with it. We're up to about 50 episodes. We're not in the rare air of you guys here with Brand Builders. Um, but at the end of the day, we've got to take our kids to practice to do homework. So we don't have well, all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have a Yash. So it's like, you know. Hey, I know. Saying. We're so jealous. So there's That's a rumor. I know. There, there's a rumor out there that um, that your wife has a, a work husband that looks just like you. Yes. And, uh, yep. So how many times do you get mistaken for Jason Harper? Uh, well, it's funny you say that that his name is Jason because uh, I actually get mistaken more for Jason Sudeikis. Okay. <laughs> um, so I get Sudeikis at least once a week. Wow. I've free meals in yeah. Charlotte for it. Not, I'm not joking. But your hair is so uh, much better than his. That's pretty I don't good. know. Like Sudeikis has got I good flow, know. too. He does, but not like Your flow is uh, pretty good. Yeah, yours is strong. It's real yeah, tall today. Real yeah, it's real yeah. tall today. Um, but Jason for sure happens, too. So like we'll go in, and they'll be like, I love watching you guys. I'm like, on what? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, and then she'll just elbow me like they think you're Jason. Just go with them. I'm like, ah, that's right. Um, but what's been cool is like Jason, um, you know, finding that chemistry on air is tough. Uh, Paige has had several co-anchors over the last four years and he's, he's awesome. So they, they're, they're great. And then what's happened to Nick, the weather guy yeah. with the dancing weatherman. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've known Nick, obviously he was day one with Paige and Chuck Rhodes, the traffic, he yeah. was day one on that show. And um, Nick, it just goes back to the content yeah. thing. Even going back to when he was at like Grand Junction, I think is when he started. Um, he's been doing this forever. You know, you always hear that, right? He is not, he didn't just roll out of bed and get a million and a half followers. Mm -hmm. He was the rapping weatherman first when he was in Grand Junction. If you go back and look at that content, like Lil Wayne shared one of his posts and a couple other rappers shared his posts and he had like his 15 minutes. And then when he was here, he was doing the Drip Chronicles 
and he was doing all these yeah. things. He's just always been dedicated to the craft and the content. And, you know, just amazing how this all works. The one mm -hmm. day it just hit a bunch of people the right way. That dance. Yeah. And off we go. I think that's the baseline of content. A lot of people are afraid to put it out there, but look at everybody that are big winners out there. The Gary V's of the world. It's consistency. He did over 2000 episodes yeah. for his wine company when YouTube was just coming out. Right. And he literally would tell you not to buy his wine. Yeah. Well, guess what? When he told you to buy it, guess what happened? Everybody bought yeah. it. And so it's the same kind of thing. Like he was putting out content without getting the results. We had a lot of people when we started the podcast, like, why are you doing that? What's your ROI? It's like, we're just doing this for the betterment of Charlotte. And then it's, it's like an aha moment when you hit to like 80 episodes and it's like, and then boom, it happens. Well, so I'm it's curious how crazy. that's evolved. I mean, we talk about Yashi sitting here. I mean, like you've got a producer, you guys take this very seriously. How has it evolved for you? And uh, I mean, what has been the ROI? Yeah. So, uh, well, number one, when we started this podcast, August 24th of 2017, our, our basically goal was to bring on friends, business owners, CEOs, leaders, nonprofit leaders, and share their story. We had these conversations. Uh, one of our, our, our things that we say in our company is community matters, right? And we don't just say that we actually act on that. And we're in a unique space where from a branding standpoint, we get to work with a lot of really cool, amazing people. So why not tell that story? So originally it just started out that way. Now, if you look back on it, we've, we've launched at this point over 130 episodes in 130 weeks. We've never missed a Friday. We launch it at 9 a.m. every single Friday. I don't care if it's Christmas, New Year's, it doesn't matter. Like we're putting a podcast out. And so what that does for our audience is we consistently deliver content that we don't have to necessarily create, right? Yeah. You are the content. So not only do we have an authentic conversation every single week, it can, it gets us to be able to connect with our people, but then that gives us an opportunity to provide value and showcase that story across multiple different platforms yeah. and actually pay to promote that. So typically we're getting a lot of different views. It depends on how active the actual person is that, that comes on the podcast. Do they share it? Does their company share it? Uh, but typically, you know, nine to 12,000 impressions on that would wow. be something. And from a listener standpoint, it changes and it fluctuates, but ultimately I don't care how many listeners we have. Yeah. I want to make an impact. And whether mm -hmm. that's one person, a hundred people or a thousand people, uh, we had Michael Duvall in here from the YMCA and he wanted to talk about being the chief social, social responsibility director. What is the YMCA about? And it's more than just a, an amazing dowd where people go work out, right? We have 62,000 members or some insane number. How do we connect them to the volunteerism? How do we connect them to the community? How do we really make a difference? And so by bringing him on, we, we literally just share that story. And it's more than just what the YMCA is and the new sexy equipment they have. It's amazing. But what else do they do? He sent us an email last week after we launched it and literally said, I cannot tell you how many people have been texting me and telling me how amazing this is. Like, God bless you. I love you. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, like tearing up, you know, like yeah, that's awesome. it. So <laughs> In a five minute spit or a little pitch right there, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And I'm just trying to give you content. You can cut that out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, no. <laughs> I just teed you up, man. Yeah. It's not my first row. It was no, okay. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, thank you. I've never had anybody actually ask that question on You know air, why I do that? Because no one asks us questions on date night. And yeah. Paige and I, like, we'll, we'll have like these moments where we'll be like, I, I wonder, do people. Does anyone do um, they care? Do they care about us? Like, it's <laughs> so funny you said that. What about you guys? I don't know. Like, get that? No one has ever turned back. I mean, I. I'd be happy to answer a question. Yeah. No, it's funny. But I mean, look, I um I'm I'm just curious too, right? Yeah. I'm I'm interested how you guys have built it. I mean, I think we've got fun podcast, we got a great podcast of movement. I think Paige and I are having fun too, but like clearly you guys have figured it out. Um and uh yeah, I love hearing the stories. Well the yeah. funny part is, and I always get the biggest kick out of when we have people who are and I'll use the term 
expert, professional, whatever in their like space. Like me, great, thank like, you. Yeah, like, I'm perfect. Yeah. Like you yep. and, and others in your space <laughs> no. and how quickly they are to, th- well, let me ask you a question. Oh. Because I think there's a vulnerab- vulnerability there oh. that that folks that sit in your chair or your type of chair professionally, they don't like to be asked questions so much. Oh, wow. And I feel that. And I saw you, and I saw you wing that at Brian. I'm like, he's going to take the bait. And sure as hell he did. Yeah. No, hey, I, I love it. I had a moment. I was like, oh, my God, he's asking me a question. No, well, you were he's a professional deflector. I'm telling you, man. You are a dial. You had that dialed in. I mean, the answer was right on. But I yeah. look, I, I look. It's not my first story. Like I said, with content, I think you will be able to cut that out and use it. But at the end of the day, I am genuinely interested uh, because, you know, you get to a point where you're like, this is fun. Now I'm going to take it seriously. And I think we're at that actually both mm-hmm. in the two podcasts I'm involved with, personal and professional. Um, so I admire what you guys have built. Yeah, thank you. I, I think, honestly, more people should do it. Uh, we had a company that um, or a couple companies that have started to create their own podcast after. And honestly, like my wife sent me a message. She's like, oh, my God, so and so starting a podcast. And it's almost like she was sending it to me saying, like, can you believe they're copying your idea? And I was like, this is amazing. We yeah. need more people to be doing things yeah. like that. And I have so much fun doing it that we sponsor events. And now we literally get introduced as and Brian Young from the Brand Butters podcast and I'm like and the Dunstan group we uh we <laughs> the money comes from the Dunstan group. That's but, awesome. But it does create a really really cool conversation and yeah. when you are, you know, the branded merchandise and apparel guy, a lot of people maybe segment you into what that last transaction was, which yeah. we try to make relationship based selling. But if you if I sell you t-shirts, well guess what? I'm your t-shirt guy, right? And and that's what you're going to remember me as. Now people are introducing our business. This is is a company that has this side of it, but also they do the brand builders podcast and people are very, very interested in that. And I think we kind of got in the game. You've said you've done it for three years, three years ago, people weren't starting podcasts. Yeah. Now people are starting them every single day, which is amazing, but it's, it's fascinating to kind of see that journey. And so, you know, what's um, funny is I had the first one I did was called, um, front office exchange. So when I was still in sports, so I was interviewing executives in sports business. Mm-hmm. The last episode I did was episode like 37 or something like that. You'd probably go find it was with Casey. And then I switched oh, jobs. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, you got another one. Like I fell into the movement <laughs> vortex. Just <laughs> bam. Oh, so let's ju- let's jump back into into uh, to movement real quick. What is it like to to work for Casey? I follow your content. He's very open about who he is, what he's trying to build. Um, but ultimately, to work for somebody that not only says I'm going to really make an impact, but does it is an amazing feeling. Yeah, it's inspiring. Um, he's very easy to work with. So again, I worked in sports for about 10 years. Sports is, look, there is, of course, you get into like Major League Baseball. You know, I, I worked with them very closely. But at the end of the day, sports, you're working with a lot of ex-athletes. So it's very collegial. It's very casual. It's great. It's amazing. Um, then I moved into medical device and pharma, and it was suits and ties and um, I learned, because I was in executive search, what good leaders look like and how uh, what a bad leader can do to an organization. And frankly, a bad search. If you, you, know, you bring in an mm-hmm. executive, you think that person's going to change. They don't work out. In six months, they're gone. It costs the company stock. It costs the company the fee that they paid. I mean, it, there are major, major expenses mm-hmm. associated to bad executive hires. Um, so then I get to movement. And obviously, I've known Casey personally for more than 10 years. Um, but watching him work and interact with people and how he leads, um, which is very sort of um, arm around you, challenge you, not in the sense of like yell at you, but like, have you thought about it this way? 
um, he, he it's I mean, the, the power, the magic of like good people, mm-hmm. good leaders like that, you know, you end up like s- sort of seeing it his way, but also feeling like you fed into it as well. And, um, you know, I, I remember one of the first things we, uh, we did or that I did when I came on the team, I, we have these pep rallies every Friday morning, almost like you guys with the podcast, the whole company comes out and there's AV and there's content and we're doing games and it's like, <laughs> it may seem like not a big deal. I mean, there's a ton of planning. It's a party every Friday. It has to go into it. And it was a disaster. And like the music didn't work and uh, it was just a failure. The mic went out and I sort of was stumbling over some lines and he gives me the like the wave like, hey, just why don't you pop on back to my office? <laughs> I'm like, oh. here we go. Yeah, here we go. Oh, and so I go back there and he's like, so and I go, man, I just got to apologize. That was horrible. It won't happen again. And he's like, I'm not mad. I, the only reason I w- the only way I would be mad or react is if you weren't mad, like you didn't own it. And so it was like I, f- I felt his frustration, but like he let me own it and didn't just like bark at me, yell at me, tell me to like fix, 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 you know, micromanage. Some people would say. Right. Um, and that was one of the first uh, experiences I had with him as sort of a subordinate superior mm-hmm. uh, role. And it stuck with me. And so this is the largest team I've ever led currently in marketing. So I've led, you know, very small teams, things like that. Um, and I've taken that uh, to my uh, personal use as well. That's I, awesome. That's an amazing yeah. answer. Yeah. Um, and I think that definitely made you think and honestly, probably care more than you even did when you walked in that door. Yeah, because that was my one chance. So let's be That's, honest. That was <laughs> the, next one, the next one would have been ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's looking around like, where's the damn marketing guy? This is yeah. unbelievable. Well, did you see the pepper alley? Yeah. That was oh, terrible. Jesus. Uh, not going to be another one, apparently. Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> so you guys have done such an amazing, or you've done amazing things in a 10-year span. Like, yeah. what's next? Wow. What's next is giving more. Um, giving more, building more schools, building more uh, co-working sites, building more clinics. Um, that's that's the goal. I mean, that's and, and the bank is only going to help accelerate that. And so, yes, of course, we want to do more business. We want to grow yeah. as a company. But I think if you talk to anyone at Movement, that's what they would say. The end goal is to build up our community, support our communities, and you know, help bring more opportunity to underserved areas. That's so that's the real sort of simple thing. And uh, but you know, schools are expensive, <laughs> as you can imagine. We're going to make a pretty cool. I don't know when this is going to air, but we're going to make a pretty cool announcement here in a couple weeks at the end of January. Um, that hopefully you guys will see uh, around the uh, the building of the the new site uh, on the east side, the new school. Right on. And um, you know, just as we have these big years, twenty nineteen was a record year. Hopefully that accelerates that in not just Charlotte. Uh, other states as well. Great. I love it. Well, Jake, as we wrap this up, uh, if you are listening, please like, share, comment, uh, spread the love for Movement Mortgage. They're doing amazing things. It's it's fascinating to see a former Carolina Panthers player create an organization basically in his, you said his garage? Or either way, like whatever, whatever closet? sells the story whatever. more. Yeah, you know, the was, closet. You know, he was just it's just him <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a Keurig. And, That's right. And you know, one pair of hey, clothes. Heard it was a, all you need is the Keurig coffee, a, baby. Keurig and a part of all you need is the blood, coffee. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this, honestly, y'all, we have a lot of companies on the podcast that tell us a lot of great uh, advice in the in the community. But this is an organization you need to follow if you own a business. Look at what they're doing. It works, but ultimately, they're not doing it just to make money. They're doing it to make a better community for you, for me, for our kids. And as a new parent, I, I, I applaud Movement Mortgage. I applaud Casey. I applaud Jake. Thank you guys for being role models from a business perspective, role models from 
just being parents, being just community members that that actually make a difference. And I, and I love interviewing people like this. It's like a, a Blair premise at Ortho Carolina. Like he my guy, knows, by the way. he's the man, yeah. right? And happy birthday, Blair. It was, it was a, a couple days ago. But he says something, and I mention it on the podcast all the time. We do things at Ortho Carolina that are good for Charlotte. And if they are good for Charlotte, ultimately, they are going to benefit our organization. And he put it bluntly, more people that move here, more people that live here, the more people that get hurt. You know, he doesn't want you to get hurt, but ultimately, they care more about you and the community and the people. And I feel that vibe from Movement Mortgage every time I see your content, and especially now that we've had you on the podcast. So, Jake, thank you so much. Casey, thank you so much. The whole team over at Movement Mortgage, I promise you by the end of 2020, or 2020 maybe we will have all 50 states we're going to figure it out either wyoming or montana oh gosh, get funny. on board and um and no thank pressure. you guys some yeah no, no pressure. pressure mountain west uh sales leaders <laughs> no pressure we'll uh, we'll be out there <laughs> brian yeah. guys like uh, what it's like i'm trying yeah, yeah, okay. brand brand this, what this guy, is this podcast this guy's a jerk but no honestly jake thanks again i i can't say enough and uh everybody until next time you have been listening to the brand builders podcast You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.